Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, what on earth made him do it? He didn't have to. There was no reason. Frankly, I have no idea. I've tried to cut him some slack, put it down to carelessness, tried to think better of him. When Sajid Javid turned up as my 19th Secretary of State for Health, I I wasn't expecting much, uh, but I was prepared to look on the bright side. Events were dictating policy. The health and social care repairing the NHS from the Lansley demolition bill was in train and vaccines were doing their stuff. The pay rise thing was in the hands of the independent pay review body and what will be will be. What harm could he do? As it turns out, the answer is plenty. When he was Home Secretary, he had a falling out with Bojo in desperation, caught on the hop to find a replacement for Loverboy. The PM had a kiss and make-up of his own with Javid and he found his way back onto the front benches. Javid was an ideal choice. Appoint him and he would be enthralled to Bojo. Say jump, answer, how high? I wasn't expecting much. He'd do the job until the next one comes along. Little did I realise just how crass and frankly boneheaded the man was. For some unaccountable reason on Saturday, number 19 took to the Twitter sphere and created this little gem. Quote, full recovery from COVID a week after testing positive. Symptoms very mild, thanks to amazing vaccines. Please, if you haven't yet, get your jab as we learn to live with rather than cower from this virus. Cower. Well, the Twitterati exploded. I confess I joined in and politely suggested he might like to think again about the impact of using the word cower and advised he delete the tweet. By Sunday lunchtime, it was gone. But here's a, there is a screenshot of the original on today's e-letter. And no, I'm not seeking the credit for the deletion. That's down to the avalanche of opprobrium he was buried under. Javid found out the real meaning of the word cowering. He's apologised. But am I the only one left wondering, is he a total clodhopper? Probably 150,000 people will have died from COVID. We don't yet know how many will have lifelong problems. Businesses have collapsed, people have lost their jobs, careers and incomes. There is nothing more to be said about a health secretary who would choose to use this word in the middle of a pandemic. And there are no words from me that can make clearer the huge misjudgment this represents. If he felt the need to say something, why, he could so easily have said, vaccines have really made a big difference and we no longer have to be fearful for the future. We just have to be careful. If we all work together and look after each other, some semblance of normality might be nearer than we think. Why on earth did he do it? Are we to conclude he's a klutz bent on divisiveness, caught out pandering to the stagnant backwaters of the Tory party's COVID recovery group? His lack of judgment is plain and we're left to wonder, can we trust his judgment? What is clear, number 19 lacks the principal hallmark of a leader. He has no insight. I know of no one who has cowered to COVID. I do know people who've struggled with it, worked to defeat it, sheltered from it, done everything in their power to avoid getting it and made sacrifices to avoid passing it on. I've known people who've died from the struggle. 
What is there to gain from the lexicon of cowering and spinelessness at a time when we need words of caution and carefulness? Pointing a finger instead of holding out a hand. Leaders need to find connections, the right tone, share aspirations and ideas. We'll need to be at our best to get back to normal, our smartest to get back to living life to the full. To do that, we must build confidence, encourage curiosity and be clear about what the underlying truths tell us. It seems we'll have to do that for ourselves. Number 19 has no idea. Thanks for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye-bye now.